Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6, really trying to cover the gamut of things that happen during the week that you're not getting the full picture of or understanding the real implications because it's covered in so much soap opera style tabloid noise. Even from the sources we are told are the authenticated, true, official, whatever. Don't listen to anybody but the glowing box in your living room, and we're going to fill it with junk. So people have asked me, like, what do you think about the Mueller thing? Do you, uh, will Trump get impeached? Should Trump get impeached? What about collusion? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. I see, I cannot bring myself to pay attention to it at all. Because I feel like the overarching meaning of all that stuff is uh, to create a crisis, like a, you know, you might call it constitutional crisis or crisis of democracy or whatever. I look at, it started with George W. Bush and the hanging Chad in Florida. Then uh, Obama had the Kenyan birth issue, which Trump promoted then uh this time around trump has the russian collusion thing but if either of the other prime contenders had won they would have had a legitimacy problem hillary would have had the illegal voters and ted cruz both of his parents were canadian citizens and only canadian citizens when he was born in canada (laughs) he should never have gotten as far as he should have but if he had gotten elected you would have an immediate day one constitutional crisis on the legitimacy of the president. So I'm saying the last five presidents or near presidents had major legitimacy issues. And that's what keeps us from accepting the kind of compromise inherent in democracy. So we were supposed to agree that democracy is the right way to go. Now, in like Sweden, where basically, or in the old days anyway, people, there's like virtually... I I know this sounds like a generalization, but I know Swedish people and they're like, yeah, we all kind of agree on everything. It's, you know, we, you, you, they all want to have the same system. It's not, there's no left versus right there. Or at least there didn't used to be before the president was assassinated. But um, in 1984, I think it was. But uh, my point is that we have this combative thing going on. And uh, if democracy is supposed to resolve that, we just accept the will of the people. But if you can delegitimize the other side's choice, like Obama or Bush or Trump, it's always not my president, right? It's always the same. He didn't really win. You know, Al Gore is really president, that kind of thing. Then you you can't come together, but it doesn't matter who that figurehead is it does not matter because what they're really coming after is the sixth amendment and the fifth amendment they've got the fourth they're going after the first everybody knows about the second the tenth is gone you know they're going after these things and we can all i think we could all agree i mean california wants to secede that's a tenth amendment problem we could just all agree on the tenth amendment 
If we all agreed on this stuff, they would not be able to make inroads. And if there was a king up there, instead of a democratically elected president, we would all agree that he's a bad guy and make sure he doesn't take away our rights. Like, literally, it, it's get, it is a democratic, it is a crisis of democracy that they are manufacturing intentionally to create unrest that will then get both left and right to agree to lose our rights. Just like Michael Chertoff was saying earlier in the clip I played, that we need a fundamentally different legal architecture because we have different enemies now. Once people get too freaked out about things being unstable and out of control, whether it's civil unrest or terrorism or shootings or whatever, they're going to focus on the guy they don't like in the big house while giving up all their rights in an effort to protect themselves from this now totally destabilized society. So, and that was just like my off-the-cuff aside. I guess that was like a whole ball of wax that... um, we, it's just a general theme. We'll get to it again because it is never, you know, it's not going away until we see through it and then it will completely go away. So let's let's keep trying to get each other to see through it. Okay, um, Binkley, my great and trusty producer here. We uh, There were a few things we wanted to do now. Should we start with some... How about a tweet? Tweets, yeah, okay. I have a breaking tweet. I'm excited. This is the first time I've ever broke a Kanye West tweet. Nice. Our, already has 10 thousand likes wow kanye tweets 10 minutes ago rules and structure for p are for people who can't carve their own path successfully all right let's break that down rules and so so this sounds like it goes exactly to what i've been saying the whole time i misspoke on one word of that wait say it again read it again rules are structure for people who can't carve their own path successfully see i was inclined when you said it was kanye you know, I wanted to agree with it. And I don't know. I don't even I haven't actually given that particular idea thought, but he is he's attacking rules, which funny enough, as a, a hardcore libertarian, people make fun of me. You always say hardcore libertarian. I don't know. A lot. I died in the wool libertarian as a person who believes in natural rights and limited government or no government of a coercive nature at all. I. You would think I don't like rules, but I actually believe in ironclad rules. Do not touch me or my stuff. Full stop. There are the problem with the rules is when you make more than are universally self-evidently clear. That's the problem. And in, in that case, it needs to be a voluntary arrangement, like a covenant community or whatever. I want you to read it one more time. Rules are structure for people who can't carve their own path successfully. I think I know what he's alluding to. Yeah, what? This speaks to what he's been talking about over the past few weeks, that people are mentally imprisoned by the programming that comes from the media and politicians, and that prevents them from doing anything basically outside of the the way they've been pigeonholed or stereotyped. Well, that you would understand that because that's kind of your theme, isn't it? Yeah, totally. It's an entrepreneurial spirit that these barriers that prevent us from doing things that we want to do but don't try, the barriers are all an illusion created by mass propaganda. I'm beginning to come away, come around to your way of thinking in that um, something we talked about our, on our last podcast together. Do you know what number that is? Do you happen to know? Did you 96, I believe. And yes, all right, so the most up. recent podcast at PropagandaReportDaily.com where we talked about this document that we found – uh, it's this 150-page slideshow from the government talking about 
memetics, memes, and how they shape culture and society and how to study them like a science. You can manipulate people. And here's the kicker to enhance dysfunctional subcultures. Yeah. Like yeah. It's intentionally to mess you up. And, and then I realized that even though I believe, I know there's stuff going on that's just not, you know, what you'd call it conspiracy theorist, truth, whatever. There's stuff going on. It's crystal clear they are up to no good. I remember the Kate Steinley thing. I knew that guy didn't do it. So there are people colluding to paint that guy uh, in a certain way that wasn't true. You can't deny that. But by me always focusing on that stuff, it's really, it's so negative. It's so time-consuming I think I even made a glossary entry, truth porn, that like you really you can get so obsessed with with what's not really true in the news that you that you don't really function. But that's what they're that when I read that memetics document, I realized they're doing that on purpose, like they're targeting different groups to waste their time to distract them. So I don't like the soap opera tabloid distraction, but here I am totally enmeshed in the conspiracy theory destruction it's like propaganda i tweeted something uh like this anti-putin propaganda in the journal today and someone was like oh but he's a bad guy i'm like i'm not saying he's not a bad guy i'm just saying it's propaganda i'm not saying that the conspiracy stuff isn't true i'm saying it's it it drags you in in a way that you cannot uh be a functioning you know civilly effective you know, function by like, I always think that about the drug culture in the 60s, you know, the Grateful Dead, they got everybody to do acid and um, forget, you know, to just disengage from the political system. And that disempowered them, I think. And maybe this stuff disempowers people, too, because it makes people fringy. Absolutely. But, yeah. So I'm going to come around on your side, but I don't I, I want to. I just this Cosby thing. Sorry, I keep kind of coming back to it, but. Uh, I feel like he was absolutely set up when it came out that he was going to come out with a new show. He really, whether you like what he said or not, spoke truth to power. He did not feed into the disempowering, racially exploitive memes of the left. He was not a man of the right. I'm not saying he was, I, I, I don't even know what his ideology was. I don't care. He said stuff that wasn't in the box and they got mad at him for that. And in 2014, Gawker came out with uh, kind of reopened a 10-year-old, 11-year-old, maybe 9-year-old case against him. Newsweek followed suit. But who's credited with it is this viral video by the comedian Hannibal Burris, who was also launching a show uh, at that time. And uh, it just seems to me like a setup from top to bottom. But I wanted you, Binkley, to you had a personal insight into that and you d agree or disagree. I'm not sure I understand your position on whether that comedian attacked him on purpose. It went viral on purpose. Like, what do you think really happened? Well, I knew Hannibal when I lived in Chicago. I've done multiple shows with him. I, I doubt he would remember me. This was in 2005 and six. But. He's been doing that joke since then. And well, and that actually makes sense because in 2005 is when it was actually current. Yeah. Now, when it, but then it came back around in 2014, which is when his viral video came out. Yeah, and comedians do the same set, same jokes every night when they're developing their set. And when they're headliners, they're expected to do a honed set. So anybody who saw his set 
could have just looked at his next show date, gone, recorded it, and put it on the internet without him having any part of it or even knowing that there was some. I do agree with you that somebody intentionally amplified that. Yeah, okay. He so might not have had any idea that it was like a engineering. All right. And then when I saw him being interviewed on radio, on Joe Rogan, I think, he looked like he was embarrassed. Joe Rogan was like, yeah, it's kind of opportunistic of you to throw that out there when you're about to launch a show. And Burris was like, uh, but you said that's just par for the course. Entertainers are yeah. a little weird. I mean, yeah, entertainers are uh, the neurotic people, you know? All right. Well, I hope you don't count me as an entertainer. No, you're not neurotic. Quite stable. <laughs> uh, anyway, I want to think about that. Now you give me something else to think about during the break. All right. Let's uh, let's keep going with all this. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez. Wow. That was intense. On News 95.5 at AM 750. WSB. I have got a prize pack for you, a family four-pack of tickets to see the Gwinnett Stripers at Cool Ray Field. First to call 404-741-0750 gets that. And uh, I'm going to go to James in Duluth. Hi, James. You're on with Monica. How you doing, Monica? Good. How are you doing? I'm just very upset about this Kanye West thing. About, uh, you know, I, you know, uh, my wife and I, we're like the biggest Kanye West fans. If you, If you... If you listen to his music, he's always been saying this. You understand what he's saying now? Uh, you know, since he's been speaking out and trying to wake people up to actually what's going on in Hollywood and the media and uh, just how they're controlling us, it has been nothing but the media coming out lashing. Just just Google. It's just been hit piece after hit piece after hit piece. And the funny thing is they're using black people. And as an African-American, it makes me sick. They're using other African-Americans. The liberals are. They're hiding their agenda behind other African-Americans and say, hey, you attack, so it won't be so obvious. You know, this whole thing about the slavery. I wondered about that with the Hannibal Burris against Bill Cosby thing. That's what they do, Monica. That's what they do. The same thing with Hannibal Burris. They use, uh, they, some people say it was Judge Apatow behind Hannibal Burris' joke uh, about that. Listen, they use black people to destroy other black people. That's what they do. That's, That's super sad. You You're as bumming as me out, James. <laughs> as an African-American, I'm telling you, that's what they do. They, they And they use, you notice all these irrelevant African-American entertainers that couldn't sell out a, a high school gym. Well, that's uh, why I think, <laughs> yeah. Not criticizing Kanye West. I'm, I mean, I'm running out of time, but I have to say, James, that I feel like regardless of what Bill Cosby did or didn't do, I'm not defending him, but it's clear that it was his political position against the disempowering liberal narrative that got him into trouble. And that's the same thing Kanye's doing. His, his position oh, is yeah. that you're not a victim, um, that you're not, uh, that, that, uh, that, that you're being controlled mentally enslaved. And that's what he, he clarified himself, but yet... Yeah, yeah, they, he didn't get the ticket. You know, Tupac got it worse than Cosby, I guess, if you think of it that way. I got to take a break. Sorry, James, I love you. Be right back at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's time now for the candidates to answer questions submitted by our viewers and members of the audience here at University Hall. For that, here is my colleague, Phil Scoggins. Thanks so much, Teresa. 
Good evening, everyone. Good evening, candidates. The first question is from our audience, and it goes to Representative Abrams. If President Donald Trump issued an executive order directly impacting Georgia that you adamantly disagreed with, would you refuse to abide by it? If I disagreed on the basis of the law or on the basis of moral principle, absolutely I would refuse to comply. But I would follow the law to make certain that my refusal to comply does not harm anyone in the state of Georgia. The reality is we are a sovereign state. And if the, if the President of the United States violates that sovereignty, I have absolutely no trouble saying no and making certain we do the right thing for Georgia. So that was Stacey Abrams in a recent debate, and it caught my eye, my ear, because not because as people are painting this kind of question, it makes Trump look like an immoral person, and that's how what their the purpose is. The purpose to me of that was uh, part of this trend where they're trying to uh, make you think that you don't need to that laws and morality are different and that you, you know, it's kind of promoting vigilantism at the highest levels in a way. And, uh, I, I had that clip pulled earlier and I never really played it because I didn't know if it would go anywhere. But then when I was listening to the Gina Haspel CIA confirmation hearings, um, I heard two questions that also are painted as being about Trump, but I think it's being about, uh, chipping away at at the law because the cia is not a legislative body it shouldn't matter they're supposed to do the law you know, the congress is supposed to make sure the laws are good and then the executive and i think the cia basically falls in that category uh is supposed to execute them but listen to what they're asking her i want um clip one we must hear how you would react if the president asked you to carry out some morally questionable behavior that might seem to violate a law or treaty. And also, that was Mark Warner, and then Susan Collins from Maine uh, asked a similar question, clip two. If the CIA has a high-value terrorism suspect in its custody, and the president gave you a direct order to waterboard that suspect, what would you do? So they're, they're talking about uh, going rogue, you know, government officials going rogue. Every one of those questions was about that. So I just want that to be a little what to watch out for going forward. But I want to have a little fun, fun with Binkley. Binkley is uh, always has some, some obscure thing he's dug up that... Uh, Nine out of ten times comes comes around eventually. He's usually ahead of it, and I want to uh, kind of give him the floor. Binkley, do you do you oh do you have any tweets or comments or whatever? And then tell us what you want to talk about. I would like to wish my mom happy Mother's Day. You are truly an inspiration every day, Mom. You're the strongest person I've ever met. Thank you for everything you've done. And now. On that note, I'd like to talk about Stormy Daniels. Okay, is she a mom? She is. She, she is. is. And Stormy Daniels is in the news all the time now, her and her lawyer. And, and, you know, she claims she's doing all this stuff because she's principled and she wants the American people to know the truth and she wants Donald Trump to resign. One thing that she has done is accused a Trump thug of 
stalking her in a parking garage and implying a threat against her and her daughter. On our previous show, you made the comment about the sketch of the person that she claims did that, saying that a police officer once said, if you ever have to do a sketch for a sketch artist, then just pick somebody that you remember so you can easily recall it instead of trying to make something up. I think that same theory applies to when you're telling a story. So apparently the alleged Donald Trump thug story from 2011 is what sparked me to look up and see if anything actually happened to her in 2011. And coincidentally, in 2011, Stormy Daniels told TMZ that her ex-husband is terrorizing her and she filed a restraining order against him because he had been trying to steal her and her current boyfriend's cars. Very Uh, similar to the story she told CNN about Trump. And also she was arrested for assaulting her ex-husband, they were together at the time, because she did not like the way he was folding laundry. <laughs> now, didn't you make the comment that you thought the sketch that she gave to the sketch artist was of her ex-husband? I think it's of her current husband. And oh. I think that she did that because she knows that they'll never say it's him. They'll just say it looks like him. But of course, it wouldn't be him. Right. So the original story that I was telling was, if you... If you kill somebody in self-defense, but you're afraid that you don't want to go through a trial or whatever, and you just want to say, hey, man, somebody, two guys were in a fight or something like that, you know, then if you need to introduce this false suspect, think of a real person, somebody you know really well. And uh, and so that's what I remember when you said that about her sketch when she so she claimed what was that? Tell me again. What exactly was the story? What is the sketch about? She told Anderson Cooper that some thug kind of followed her to her car. When? In 2011, the same year as the actual event that happened with her husband. Right. And that she believes that thug was there to intimidate her, to prevent her from from talking about Trump. And then she said that she stayed quiet about Trump because of that thug, which I find ironic because she didn't stay quiet about her husband who was terrorizing her. Good point. Now, when did that sketch emerge? When did she do the sketch? Like a week after that interview with Anderson Cooper. Oh, so she did. That sketch was not from a 2011 complaint that she submitted to the to the police. This was part of the whole circus to keep people watching. See, that's the stuff that that makes me uh, suspicious of the stories as being like purely fabricated. You need contemporary evidence. That's Uh, very important. I'm going to make you even more suspicious of everything she said. I was somebody who assumed Trump probably did sleep with her, but after going through some of these old clips of her, I'm starting to think that maybe the whole thing is completely fabricated. I never thought he really slept with her. If he really slept with her, then you'd have evidence, witnesses. You couldn't control the narrative because truth stuff would come out. Plus, it was the year... Or the year before or after he married Melania, who, I mean, she seemed to be pulling her weight, you know? I mean, she was a hot tamale and, and like, way out of the league of what we're talking about here. Plus, he's cheap and a germaphobe. Who, who gets a sex worker when you're a cheap germaphobe and can have uh, people you get to grab, you know... Wherever, whenever, (laughs) (laughs) and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I'm starting to come around to your position on that, especially after hearing some of this stuff. Oh, okay. All right. I don't want to waste your time. Let's hear it. What they're not telling you, they haven't, I haven't heard any of this, and I was kind of shocked to see it. 
But this isn't her first foray into scandalous political controversies. Really? Back in 2009, right before the 2010 midterm elections, Stormy teased that she was going to run for Senate in Louisiana against Republican incumbent David Vitter, who had recently been linked to the D.C. madam. Yeah, he was all over the news. And she was, and these are her words, drafted to run against him. And the whole thing seems eerily similar Especially when you listen to what's going on right now. And I have a I'll clip. I'll tell you. Yeah, when she came out, I was like, this chick is an actress and she's acting, which is fine. I don't blame her, but right. she seems like an actress who's acting and that's why they picked her. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah. So she did tons of CNN interviews, which I find ironic. At that time? At that time, yeah. Wow. Tons of CNN interviews. And this is a clip of her on CNN being interviewed by Rick Sanchez. And he asked her, you know, how she got involved in the scandal. And I think you'll find her answer very interesting. So this is clip eight. Have you been recruited to run against uh, David Vitter? Uh, I have. This is not something that I asked for. I'm apparently I'm being drafted. By whom? Um, a group of politician. Uh, I'm sorry, a political group down in Louisiana. The Democrats have put out a statement saying, "Look, they're not the ones behind this. This is this is not coming from the Democratic Party officially." Uh, do you know otherwise? Um, as far as I know, this is not the Democratic Party. It's a, a grassroots movement. It's independent. Although, once again, I'm not really sure who it is. She's not really sure who it is. And then shortly thereafter, a Democratic operative named Brian Welsh joined her campaign. Really? And she said it was a group of politicians. Right. And then she's like, I mean, uh, what? Uh, never they mind. created a website called Draft Stormy. I think draftstormy.com, it's not up anymore. To get That's her... crazy. So the this is... It gets crazy. The chances of, of people being prominent like this, like over and over again, unrelated ways that you never... I don't know. Keep going. So here's a, this, this clip right here. She's talked a lot about, you know, Trump should be in jail. He needs to resign, which Vitter ended up resigning. In this clip, just listen to how eerily similar what she's saying about Vitter is to what she's been saying about Trump. This is clip 11. Oh, we don't have clip 11. I, oh, I believe, no. I believe that's my fault. I'll tell you, what she says about um, Vitter is that she's asked about what she thinks about him, about being a hypocrite, by can having this sex scandal. And can she we said, play it after the break? Can we take a break first? And then oh, we'll yeah. All right, let's just take a break, and uh, and we'll get to the clip next. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez. It's a manhouse! A manhouse! On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I'm open with my sexual activities, and I might be a porn star, but I haven't done anything illegal. And I guess the big question is uh, not just why is David Vitter in office, but why is he not in jail? So, Binkley, why don't you recap that and then uh, wrap this up? Tell that was Stormy Daniels about. from 2009 when she was, quote unquote, drafted to run for office to bring these things out uh, from Vitter. Now, Did this, she bring that guy down? or The guy he, resigned. He was going down. Anyway. And she called for Trump to resign when she appeared on SNL last week. Which, by the way, she said there's a storm a coming. The image shown in these in these views and these videos from 2009 says there's a storm a brewing. Almost the same exact quote. So 
Stormy, we might remember that Stormy Daniels is on tour making bank right now throughout this fiasco. The tour is called Make Make America Horny Again. (laughs) She claims she did not come up with that. And she also claimed in her interview to Anderson Cooper that she spanked the president and that it was like his idea. And then CNN did like two weeks and had a million pundit panel discussions on it. Well, this clip, clip 14, is going to shed some light on where those ideas actually came from. Let's listen to clip 14. So you have some uh, campaign slogans that you're trying out uh, for your race against David Vitter? Uh, yeah, you know, I was thinking Stormy Daniels, screwing people honestly. What do you think of that one? I think it's good because you're the honest candidate in the race. You're the non-hypocrite. Right. And then uh, I, was, I was thinking about, uh, I was thinking for my, for my campaign posters, a lovely shot of me, looking beautiful, pan down, leather dominatrix outfit, me with a whip. Whipping Louisiana's economy into shape. What do you think? Whipping Louisiana's economy into shape. This is America's moral hero right now. And she's trying to whip the president, right? Yeah. And he, he wants it. Now, if you want to put See, some this ice... this is getting yeah. a little Hold blue on. for me. See, I'm glad that uh, we're running out of time. I can't believe this, uh, CNN is like porn. Do we have time for one more? The I icing think so. On Make the it cake. quick, yeah. Here she... I'll just let it speak for itself. Let's roll clip 13. If he's so awful that they're trying to get me to run, I think people really need to go out there and vote. And if I can use my name and my image to bring attention to the fact that people need to register to vote and and get people like Vetter out of office, if they hate him so much, why is he there? Hmm. Just doing her part. Sounds like the exact same thing is going on right now. Playing her role. You got it. That's a lot to uh, chew on there, Binkley. So now that uh, we're wrapping it up, tell people how they can find more of this good stuff and uh, what, what we've got to offer. You can go to PropagandaReportDaily.com and find our podcast and WSB shows and subscribe if you haven't. And leave us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. All right. Uh, wrapping it up. We will be back next Saturday from 3 to 6. This is Monica Perez. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.